well, this is a first. This entire episode was recorded on a drive. And I won't go into it now because I explain it in the episode. But when inspiration hits, I just I just had to run with it. And so the the quality, actually it's not too bad, but it's the heart behind it. And I was so moved by an interaction with a woman that I so deeply admire. And I know that if you're listening, you're a leader to some degree. Maybe you look at yourself and you don't see yourself as a leader. Maybe you think, well, I don't really have a team. It's just me and, you know, one other person or it's just me, you know. But friend, let me just tell you, you're a leader. And for those of you who are leading you or one other person or you don't really even know who you're leading, that's awesome because you have the opportunity to start now and set things up in a way that you you want to be known as this generous leader. If you've been in the business for a long time, you have a large team or you have multiple people on your team and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I failed. I need to start all over. One, no, you haven't. And no, you don't need to start all over. But here's some things that maybe you can look at and say, oh gosh, there's ways that I could be doing it better. There's ways that I could be more generous or there's, gosh, maybe there's an attitude in yourself that just needs to to get in check because I know that that's what this was. So this is, um, you know, maybe a bit more of me like verbally processing this experience and this interaction with my friend Lisa. So I hope you find it valuable and I know that you want to be an incredible leader and I'm excited for you to take a listen. But before we get started, have you gotten pre-registered for the Mastering Your Niche free masterclass. It's coming in March. I know I've been teasing about it, I've been talking about it, but it's really coming in March and I'm really excited for you to get it. It's free. It If you go to bit.ly slash 2022 masterclass, please make sure that masterclass is all caps. Strangest thing, if you go to the lowercase, it's a completely different site. I can't remember who it is, but if you want to avoid all of that, just click the link in the show notes. It'll take you directly to the pre-registration, so you will be first to know for this masterclass. We're going to be talking not just who this person is, but why it even matters. Like, what's what's the point? Like, why do I need to do this? It's free. I, I encourage everybody, get your team together, do it all together at the same time, whatever, but it's going to be super valuable for you to get started to really understand who you're talking to and, and how is that going to cut down on you on creating your content? How is that going to help you reach more people? We're going to be talking all about that and so much more. So bit.ly slash 2022 masterclass, all caps, masterclass, all caps, and go get on the pre-registration. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, 
I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. I've never done this and I'm in the car driving and inspiration has hit and I thought, you know what? Why the heck not? Let's voice record and if at worst comes to worst and I have to re-record it, well, then I have to re-record it. So we are part-time, very hobby breeders. We will breed our dog from time to time. And why do I tell you that? It's because it took me down south and it it gave me the opportunity to uh, meet up with a friend on my way back. And not just a friend, but a business partner. In fact, she is my one of my business mentors, but I never really knew her until I started this business. And so she's actually my upline, but like by three or I don't even know what, but we've gotten to know each other because I have this attitude of when I'm able to meet with leadership in any capacity, I will move mountains to make it happen. So she used to live on the East Coast and they were moving to the West Coast. Her husband was getting a job transfer. And several months ago, gosh, I can't even remember. I think it was like in the, in like September or something. It doesn't really matter when it was, but she and her family were going to be in Palm Desert, which is just like three hours South of me. And I was like, what? I will meet you in Palm Desert. She was like, really? I said, absolutely. So I did. I drove down for the day and I got to meet this woman who at that point had only been somebody I ever knew from a sales training course. And then when I joined the company I'm with, all of a sudden I was like, oh, like I know you that you were in that course together that we were in, but I had no idea. Like I knew she was successful. You know, it's one of those things, but she's super, super humble and would not be like flashing it around in anyways. So now I'm on her team and I'm like, oh my goodness, if there's any opportunity for me to be around somebody who is doing what I want to do, like if they're where I want to be, then I want to be around them. If you follow Dave Ramsey at all, we've done, um, whatever is his money, um, whatever, that doesn't matter, but we've done his course before. And, and one thing that has stuck out at me is that he wanted to be a millionaire. So what did he do? He he positioned himself around millionaires and he watched what they did. He he learned from them. He really studied them and he saw how they behaved. And one thing, I think he said this, but I I could be making it up. I'm not sure, but it's true. Of uh, you know, you watch their habits. And we laugh because my husband's boss is a very wealthy man and he refuses to pay for um, valet service. And I was cracking up because I'm like, if there's an opportunity to pay for valet, like I am letting the valet park my car. 
And I went, wait a second. And that's kind of Dave Ramsey's mindset. Like, what do wealthy people do? What do millionaires do? Well, oftentimes they're not paying for these superfluous things that they don't need to pay for. Do they have lavish homes and nice cars and things like that? Oftentimes, yes. But it's funny, the things that they won't pay for. And so I say all of that because his mindset was and is he wanted to be around people that were where he wanted to be. And that is my mindset in business as well. So when I had this opportunity months ago to drive three hours, so six hours round trip to spend some time with this woman, I was like, yes, I am all in. I am absolutely doing that. So we did. And we already had a relationship and I can't even remember like, anyways, we would chat here and there. But in doing so, it solidified this relationship. It made her more real to me. It allowed me to get to know her heart. It showed me that she is so like genius and like such a passionate heart for people, for her team, for her customers, for her family. Honestly, I walked away from the first time meeting her and I was blown away because the exactly what I thought was she loves her family. Her family is a priority and my family's a priority, but I just have this view of multi seven figure business owners that was askew. It was totally wrong. It was totally like my mind. And of course there are those people who have traded their family for the fortune, right? This was not the case with her. Um, in fact, you can go back and listen to an interview. Her name is Lisa. She's amazing. I'm a huge fan of her. Obviously this is a love fest about, about Lisa, but I want to share some things that I have learned in my years of business and just in this interaction here. So I go down to Palm desert, which is three hours south of me and, you know, hung out with her for the day and just, just got to know her and her heart. So then it gives me this greater desire to do my business. It means so much more to me when she reaches out to me and when she, you know, shares things with me and we have a similar passion for different things. And then I get a message from her one day, actually on the day that she and her husband went out to celebrate a huge milestone, something that I think only other 13 other teams in our company have done when she and her husband went out to celebrate this, I get a voice message uh, in my DMs from her. And she was like, Michelle, I was thinking about you. I'm like, you are out with your husband celebrating this huge milestone, but you thought of me. She's like, we're going to be in in your area because her son plays sports and they had a, a tournament up in our area. She's like, I want to see you. So friends, when somebody in your company who is among a handful of people in the entire company, they say things like, we're going to be near you and we want to see you. Like, we want to hang out with you. Like, that's huge. That's huge. I am not a significant contributor to her volume. Like, my team does fine. We're, we're plugging along. But I'm not one of those teams where we are contributing like a third of her volume, you know? But she takes the time to 
really pour into me. Her messages are just always so kind. So fast forward to today. And like I mentioned at the very beginning, we have a dog who we are breeding. So my entire life, we have been hobby breed, hobby, yeah, hobby breeders, meaning we do like one litter at a time. And when you get a puppy of ours, it is so incredibly loved. Like people who have our dogs just remark constantly at what like well-adjusted dogs they are because they are loved from the moment that they're born. As soon as they're born, one of my children is holding these puppies. Of course, we let mama take care of them and all the stuff. But as soon as mama gives the A-okay, like they are loved on. They are cared for and taken care of and loved and, you know, the whole thing. So they're, you know, it, it, it takes time, but it's a lot of work. Okay, side note, if you've ever bought a dog and you've balked at the amount of money that you pay for a purebred dog, let me just tell you, it is a fraction of the work that goes into it. So that's just my, my side there for all breeders out there. We are by no means a breeder, <clears throat> but we love it. It's a living science lesson. Let me just tell you, mamas out there, there are things and questions that your children ask, right? About, you know, how did this baby get in here? How did the baby get out? All that kind of stuff. Well, it's been really great to have our dogs as a reference point for a lot of those conversations. And it really has been such a nice science lesson. Lesson. And what I've learned about my youngest is she is a caregiver. She is totally the midwife in there. She gets in the whelping box and is like, let's do this. Like she's got her gloves on. It's actually quite hysterical, but she loves it. It's her passion. Like she's, she's totally going to be a nurse. If she's not, I'll be thoroughly shocked. But I say all that because our dog came into heat. It was time. And I found a stud down like two hours south of us. So these puppy, the particular breed that we have is a West Highland White Terrier and you cannot find them anywhere in Southern California. Like, I mean, you can, but they're extremely hard to find. So I'm like, Hey, Lise, oh my goodness. Like I, you're on my way home. I let's stop. Like, let's meet up, you know, whatever. She's like, really? You want to like, you'll, you'll go out because it was like a little bit off the path, but not really like 10 minutes off my path. Like no big deal. So we do, we get together and we just had like an amazing time. I, you know, we sat there for an hour and chatted and here's, here's what's so amazing to me. And there's leaders and then there's leaders. And in my opinion, Lisa and the women and men that I am able to be surrounded with are absolute bona fide top-notch leaders who pour into their team. And we sat there and we talked about, you know, all kinds of things, everything under the sun. And then she asked about me, Michelle, what are your goals? What are you doing? How are you getting there? You know, we've got this retreat coming up and I want you to be there. What can we do to get you there? And she took time to look over my social media. What am I doing? How can I do things better and different? And, and just gave me, I didn't ask her to do any of those things. I am like, if I can sit in your sphere, like awesome, like throw me a pearl. 
I want to hear from you. And here's what's great. My um, leadership before in my previous company, we had not my direct, but a few people above me. It's kind of same relationship distance between Lisa and I. And I can remember reaching out to her at different times and just being like, oh my goodness, like, you know, can you help me with this? And we'd get on the phone and I kid you not for an hour, she would talk about herself. She would talk about how so-and-so had, you know, done her wrong and blah, 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 blah. And I'd get off the phone and be like, okay, that was not helpful at all, but I guess you needed to vent to me, whatever. Well, time and time again, I've sat around these different leaders within our company and been blown away by their heart for others. Their heart for me. Michelle, what are your goals? What are you doing? What do you want? What are you running towards? How's your team? How's this going? How's like genuine questions because they genuinely care. So what's the point of all of this? Well, are you that leader? That leader? Am I that leader? That's what I look at. I should start with me first. Am I that leader? And then are you that leader? Is that what we're doing? Because like attracts like. So I'm so attracted to Lisa and Sarah and Mallory those around me and Justin, did you listen to the interview with Justin Prince? Absolutely amazing. This man is a extremely wealthy person. And do you know, he responded to me right away when I asked if he, if I could interview him, like that's the type of leaders that I want to be. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. There are times where I will see somebody's message pop up and I feel like I'm hesitant to admit this, but there's part of me that's like, I'm too good to answer your email, your message, your whatever. Can you believe that? Like, that's the thought that goes through my head. It's kind of like, you know, you think about, what was it? The, the, um, the servant who owed his master, this is a parable in the Bible, the servant who owed his master, like a great sum of money, great sum. And the master forgave him forgave him. All of it. And then what does the servant do? He goes to the the guy who owes him like pennies, like a couple of pennies and basically like berates him and beats him for these pennies. Well, the master hears about that and he's like, I forgave you all of this. And now you go and expect this from somebody. Well, in my mind, I kind of feel like it's the same thing. Like here I've had not that I, not in the owing money part, but here I've had Justin, you know, give me so much of his time. Lisa, give me so much of her time. And then I have the audacity to look down at somebody and be like, oh, I'm too good for you. Like what the heck? So the more time I spend around leaders like Lisa and Justin and Sarah and and all of these people, it reminds me that I need to be giving Like if my desire is to serve, whether it's my customers or my team or those people out there that, you know, reach out to me and ask me a question, whether it's a podcast question or a a whatever, like, am I being generous? Am I giving from abundance? Like am I, or am I having this scarcity mindset? Like, I don't want to share this. Like there's times where I listen to a podcast and be like, oh, I don't know if I should share this because I don't want to take people away from my podcast. And then I'm like, what the heck, Michelle? There are like 
so many people out there and so many podcasts out there get out of your own head. Like, come on. So this is just me sharing a little bit of my heart. And if you listen, then more than likely you are a leader to some degree. Whether you have a team of one or a team of a thousand or 10,000, you have people who are looking up to you. And the question is, what kind of leader are you? Are you leading with a, a generosity? Are you leading with generosity? Like there's part of me that wants people to think that I'm so stinking busy. I'm really not. Like, I mean, I've got three kids. I've got all the different things going on. But like, am I leading from abundance of like, yeah, sure. I have time for that. Let's talk. Let's do it right now. Like, is that how I'm leading? Oh, you're going to be in the area? Absolutely. Let's get together. Like, I would love to just pour into you and spend time with you. And I want to hear from you. So I came away with this time and I, I messaged Lisa as soon as I left because her parting words to me were, you know, I love you and thank you so much for taking the time to come see me. And I laughed. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, of course, of course. Thank you for coming to see me because I'm, I'm not... Like, I'm not a big deal. But it didn't matter because in her eyes, I am. I'm part of her team. I'm somebody special. I'm somebody that she wants to be a part of. And that, that's amazing. Right? Like, how awesome is that? So, friend, this find you. I I don't even know what I'm going to title this thing because I'm literally in the car driving and I think I got on the wrong freeway, but you know, whatever, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> nope, I think I found the right thing. I, I kid you not. I am driving somewhere that I don't normally drive. So I'm like, what in the world? So you hear the blinker, the whole thing, but this was so on my heart. And I just want to ask you, what kind of leader are you? Are you leading with abundance or are you leading like just holding tightly to everything? And, and my word for this year is surrender, surrender to the Lord, because I have all of this because of the Lord surrender my team to like surrender my time, surrender, like how am I living abundantly? How am I showing up for my team in the way that I want them to show up for others, right? Let's go out there and be different. If we are unicorns, we're doing things differently. We're going against the grain of this limited mindset of this lack mindset. If we're going to go out there and give, give abundantly, then let's do it. Let's make some waves. Let's give things that we can. Let's give time when we can. Because I promise you, that was an hour to Lisa that, you know, she may or may not remember later on. It means a ton to me. If you have, like, who are three people on your team, five people on your team that you could send them a message and just say, hey, Susie, I just want you to know I'm proud of you. 
I am so stinking proud of you. I love that I get the chance to work with you. I love that you partnered with me on this. And I just, I just want you to know that I, I'm proud of you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Have an amazing day. Like, how would that change your team culture? That's a leader. That's a leader. And again, you're probably going to forget about that message, but she's not. It's like the ultimate pay it forward. This absolutely happened, I don't know, a few months ago. I got a message from Sarah, my, my upline. She sent me a message, just that. I'm so proud of you. I listened to that, like the smile came on my face. I was like, oh my goodness. So you know what I did? Is I then paid it forward and sent that same exact message to, to girls on my team who I am so proud of. It becomes a wave. If we want to do things differently, then we need to start doing things differently. If we want to have a team that has a different culture, then we need to show up differently. We need to be a true leader. So friend, I love you. I don't know where this finds you. If you have a massive team and that's what you, you know, go, go pour into them, love them. If you have one person, go pour into them, love them, friend. And uh, who knows, maybe these will be a, a regular, you know, in the car with Michelle <laughs> podcast episodes. I love you, friend, and um, we'll talk soon. As always, if you found value in this episode, would you please do me a favor and take a screenshot and share this in your stories? Tag me at Hey, it's Michelle Castro so that I can share it as well. And thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And with this episode in particular, I would love to know, what are your takeaways? What have you learned from the leaders around you? What what type of leader are you? What are you learning or, or looking to grow in? How are you looking to become a better leader, a stronger leader? Um, what type of examples have you seen? Maybe they're not good examples. I mean, we can learn from both good and bad examples around us. Let me know. I would love to hear that. Pass it along to those leaders around you. If you have some amazing leaders, share it with them. Let them know like, hey, this is you. You are a phenomenal leader and I appreciate your leadership. So share it. I would love it. And I will thank you personally.